to the Digital Ascent Podcast. This is episode 0000. We hope you enjoy. This is the first episode uh, slash recording of the Digital Ascent Podcast. Welcome all. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited and I'm fearful that my excitement... <laughs> To be finally doing this will jumble my words. So, gentlemen, feel free if I start to sidetrack or tangent to just rein me back in here, okay? Um, oh, we but, will. Uh, You're already doing it. I know. I'm already doing it. So, I guess I guess we start from the beginning. We start from square one. Uh, right. I, I, I was originally approached uh, by Mr. Papa Brent Peden. Uh, a few weeks back, uh, and and he had brought the idea of digital ascent to me, and he said, "Hey, Jordy, uh, would you be w- would you be interested in in sitting together with a you know a bunch of the guys and and doing a podcast? And we want to talk about tech, and you know, uh, Matt's he he's going to be a part of it, and he's super into like cybersecurity, so we're going to have kind of you know a little bit of IT in there, uh, and you're super passionate about tech and video games and all those things as well, and I think you know we'd we'd all be happy to have you a part of it. And again, this is like the third time I've told this story, and I'm paraphrasing it again. It's different every time. I'm like the Heath Ledger Joker, uh, and I love it. It's great. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Brent brought it over to me and, uh, I was super excited and, uh, we had our first meeting last week and, uh, we're finally doing it. Uh, we're finally doing it. I don't feel like I gave enough context. So I'm going to lean on Brent and Sean here. Um, and, and Matt as well, uh, cause all three of these gentlemen were in the loop, uh, well before I got here. But, um, what are we doing here guys? What's digital ascent? What are, what are we about? What's the, what's the MO here? I guess I'll, I'll I'll jump in if if you like uh, as long as my voice lasts. <laughs> so uh, you know, for me, digital ascent was about getting together what I've been phrasing, anyways, as a group of intellectuals. I, I've worked with all of you guys in in one capacity or another. We're all passionate about IT, passionate about gaming, all all the subjects that have already been mentioned here, and. It's just about getting everybody together to discuss those things, to to share their experiences with them, to share their opinions, to share some facts, to share some, you know, research that we found in the in- industry. Um, you know, all of us have, I think combined, we probably have some significant amount of years in the industry, uh, just ourselves. So uh, it's really about bringing all that together and kind of making you guys, the listener, a part of that. And feeding off you guys a little bit as far as you know some some questions and concerns and subject matter that comes from uh our viewership our our listenership or whatever you want to call that listenership uh and then you know we're also going to tie that into our forums our website our discord all that good stuff and and make it one big uh one big digital community if you will i was going to say tech but it's a little bit more than tech it really is. And I, I think yeah. that's the I think that's the way I was trying to think of it like when I was given the, the the synopsis, right? I was trying to think like what what is the what is the the how do I say this? Because it's it's gonna get really, you know, weird trying to, to lump in that tech and then IT and then all the niches that go into that and then video games and maybe there's some other stuff we wanna cover. And I Brent, I think it is man, what a digital the digital ascent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all encompassing. Um okay, so Sean, I mean, I think this is a good like segue. Do you, I think what we've effectively started already just off the rip is like, hey, what does digital ascent mean to everybody uh, so far? And I mean, we've got Brent's take, we got a little bit of my take. Sean, like, what do you, 
when you were approached initially and, and I don't know how that worked between, you know, you and Brent or who approached who, but like, what is your, you know, reason, like, what is this to you? You know what I mean? What are we doing here? So initially it started as, um, I, I had been toying with the idea of doing a podcast anyway. And a lot of what kept me from doing it is just the vast amount of work it takes to do that on your own. And (laughs) uh, not to say that I wouldn't do it, not to say that I wouldn't do it at all. Sure, sure. But, um, you know, me and Pete play games all the time. You know, we play games with each other pretty frequently, all of us actually. But we were just chatting one day and I said, you know, man, I'm thinking about um, starting a podcast. And I actually bought the mic I'm speaking with <laughs> from Eden, which is kind of how it started. But um, he goes, man, why don't we all do it? I said, oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a pretty great idea. And so instantly the people that came to mind were you, Jordy, Matt, and uh, just making it a big project. Um, and that got me super excited because obviously I respect each of you. Because, you know, we've worked together before. I, like Brent said, I consider you intellectuals. And for me, it felt like between us, we could make a really killer community. And that's something that was appealing to me. Um, a lot of this is, in the tech world, there's a lot of stress if you let it get to you. Um, and having someone that's in the field that understands that stress, it's like any job, right? You know, if, if you yeah, don't have somebody yeah, yeah. that understands that stress, it makes it really difficult to actually vent that. And so no. digital ascent to me is an outlet for that. You guys are in tech. We can vent. We can talk. We can discuss options on how to, you know, build this network, you know, build these, whatever. But, you know, um, I guess digital ascent for me is a community. And I think between us, we can make a pretty, pretty stellar one. Um, I think, I think that's a man. You, I love doing this and it's not like any of this is a surprise. Cause we've all heard this. We've all, we've all talked before. I know, you know, Sean, Matt and I were, you know, in a call yesterday or in a, I don't know, discord party. I don't know what you guys call it in discord D- party and a party. I'm just gonna say that we were in a party yesterday. Party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, we, I, I just meant to hop on for like 45 minutes and, and then Sean joined like 30 minutes into the call with Matt and we ended up like just shooting the, shooting the shit for like an hour and a half, two hours almost like, like I had completely lost track of time. Just, you know, and we weren't meeting, we weren't recording or anything, but I just, it is very easy. And I know I'm kind of like patting ourselves on the back here, uh, but we're all very passionate about this stuff. Right. So um, I'm going to use that that passion statement there is a segue into Matt. Matt, uh-huh. bring us home, man. What what does digital ascent mean to you? Uh, what are your like? What are your thoughts as far as you know the future is concerned? Where do you want to go? You know what I mean. Why are you here, man? I'm really hoping to bring knowledge. I I feel like being in cybersecurity, I'm in such a small niche that most people basically don't think about right like i I, most people think about truckers and most people think about doctors and the healthcare system and gosh i hope most people are thinking about the service industry right and so many other people and like in so many other industries but nobody really thinks about cybersecurity and how does it affect your day-to-day 
Um, and the unfortunate thing is that it does affect your day-to-day. -day. Every day we log in to websites that don't have multi-factor authentication. Every day we log in with passwords to, um, you know, I, mean, I swear, I just, I just met someone the other day who said that they still use the same password for every site. I said, where's your password manager? They pointed to their head. I said, how do you do that? They said, oh, I just use the same password. I said, what? Do, do you and, know what? And look, knowing you, Matt, I know, I know how that conversation went. I know your body language. I know the faces you were making. I know what had to have irked you. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I, tried, I, I tried, take yeah, that picture, man. Yeah, like, and I tried to be like, all right, hey, man, look, okay. So I understand, like, once again, I understand people don't think about cybersecurity. No one's talking about cybersecurity. It's not like you had a how do I protect myself from getting hacked on the internet class in school, right? And even if you did. There's tons of people who, when you went to school, nobody was thinking about multi-factor authentication. That's a that's a new concept for most companies, right? Let alone the individual right. populace. And so my my hope here is that, um, you know, I can bring my my knowledge to the to of cybersecurity to the community here, and you know, hopefully. Um, I'll be able to help people who want to get into cybersecurity uh, understand that there are paths available to you and that there are multiple paths there and, you know, help help them identify that. A lot of people seem to have trouble, um, you know, identifying those paths and rightfully so. Most people don't just come out of college and then get into a cybersecurity job. Usually you need 5, 10, 15 years of experience. And, right. Um, and then, uh, man, other than that, uh, I'm just here to talk about tech news. I'm here to hang out with my friends. Uh, I also deeply respect everybody on this call. Uh, I've worked with most of, for all of these, or sorry, with all of these guys for a long time. Uh, so I, I, I'm just here to hang out and preach the gospel, cybersecurity, talk about tech news, video games, whatever. And, you know, I think, I think, um, and I was waiting, but I, f I feel like every person that's, you know, that's, that's, you know, I, we've all gotten a chance to speak so far. So everybody that has, when it's, when it's rotated over to them, we've all dropped the word community. And I think like, um, it's important to highlight that, like, right now we have a handful of ideas and yeah. you know we know what Matt's interested in we know what Brent's interested in we know what I'm interested in and we know what Sean's interested in right and it's a it's a big you know smorgasbord or mix of of again like the the tech just general IT stuff security and and video games like whatever right uh, all those things and that is what digital ascent is and and to us like we're super we're, we're speaking like super professional and we're we're really excited to you know finally be recording and stuff and it's it's because we are so passionate and i yeah. like we have all these far-fetched ideas and we keep thinking to the future and i know like i caught myself doing it a few times in the in the calls leading up to this and you know our, we're constantly trying to think to the future just because we are so passionate about about this one thing and if we can kind of foster a community of like-minded people that are also interested in the same things that we are and maybe kind of like the way that we talk about them then hey that's a plus too but first and foremost we're we're doing this for ourselves you know what i mean uh it's for community uh so we can uh well you know what i'll just i'll just kind of stop there right so okay so we got the we have the general gist down of what digital scent is to 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 the each of us and together what we're kind of you know shooting to uh, to achieve by by doing this podcast. Uh, let's. Well, we for, we forgot one part, and you know the part that we forgot. And 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 Matt. So well, Matt kind of touched on this, and I and I, I want to make sure that we kind of bring it to light. If okay, you I'm ready. 
And, and that is, we've talked a lot about digital, but we didn't talk about the ascent part. Oh, oh. And, and, and Matt touched on this quite a bit, and that's running into somebody on the street or whomever, and, and you're talking about IT, and you, you realize, hey, this guy could use our help. This yes. guy could, could use a, a little kick in the butt to be more secure or to make the right tech choice. Maybe they're building a computer, and they're, and they're picking all the wrong parts, or they're listening to the wrong people. Whatever the case may be, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's the other part of our kind of our existence, our purpose is yes, all things digital, but we're also our goal, our kind of our passion is to kind of help people overcome some of these tech yeah, can, challenges. Can that we you're improve face anybody's like? Can we can we improve our listeners' life? You know what I mean? Like it, in, in any way, it, and maybe that improvement is just knowledge. You know, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe we're just, we're dropping knowledge bombs, you know? And, uh, so I, thanks Brent for, uh, dropping that in there before I moved over to the next point. Like we covered a lot of the digital and didn't hit the ascent part and it was really easy to hit, but (laughs) I'm glad that did not get left out and we didn't have to like cover that at the end or anything. Um, Hey, I just want to jump in here, Jordy. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to jump in here for a second and just point out that, um, everybody here has built a career around like serving or helping people in in one way, shape or form. Like that is every single one of us. We wake up, we go to work every single day because we're trying to make people's lives better. Our entire careers are built around it. And, you know, um, I, I really hope to extend, you know, that from the, um, you know, from the workspace over into the personal lives as well. Yeah. That's I just wanted to yeah. maybe get that out there. I felt like it was a really important point to make. No, yeah, of course, dude. I like totally. I think we're all like we're all vibing, and I I think we are we are presenting this idea in a way that is very palatable. So it's uh-huh. it's uh yeah, dude. That it's that's that's exactly right. Um, so what I'd like to do now is we got we got the digital ascent portion, right? We got the the intro for the ideas out of the way. Why don't we tell everybody a little bit uh, a little bit about ourselves? You know what I mean? Do some do some small, you know, do some nonchalant type intros, you know what I mean? Uh I I, I don't know. I uh Brent, would you like to would you like to start? Do we start on the opposite end, Sean? Would you like to start? Who who's going to take us away here? Uh, I, I'm I'm happy to take us away. I'll, I'll give you a little spiel here. Um, you know, we've talked about we've talked a million times about how we wanna how we wanna approach this, and I think this is probably honestly at the end of the day the most organic way to handle it. Um, so so me, of course, I'm Brent. Uh, you know, I've got 20, 20 plus years, honestly, on and off years in the tech space. Um, starting off, you know, working just kind of like doing my own business when I was super, super young, just working on, you know, neighbors, computers and stuff like that, working for a, a small, uh, dial up ISP when I was in high school, moving on to some remote work, working on like game servers and stuff like that. Some Linux administration and windows administration stuff, uh, at a very early age. I mean, this was, heck, this was probably when I was 16 or 17 years old working on these things. And I don't know. I've always, it's always been for the most part on that customer service side. It's always been helping the client accomplish a goal, solving, you know, solving a problem, making a solution to something, engineering a solution. So that's, that's where my strength lies. And that's kind of carried on throughout my entire career, pretty much essentially into where I'm at now. I'm now with a, 
a pretty small MSP, but we, we do really good business. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, flourished and, and bloomed into, uh, quite the career. And, you know, and I, my success has been driven just by the many years I've just worked on it and tinkered on it and stuff like that. But that's the other part of it too, is the, is the personal experience I have with it. Not only do I work with it, but I also, my everyday life is just involved in tech. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now via this podcast. I think only people that are probably passionate about tech are going to actually take the time to sit here and talk about technology in their off time. So, uh, and I think all you guys can agree with that's that. That's a good and agree point. With the purpose yeah, that's a really good point. We've already kind of discussed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've already discussed like the purpose of digital ascent and all that good stuff and kind of you know, where, where our stance is on that. So, you know, that, that's kind of my day to day in terms of, you know, where I came from and all that. And then, you know, in my off time and whatnot, I mean, I, I love video games. We were going to talk plenty about that in this podcast. Um, I'm big on first person and third person shooters, the competitive shooters specifically. Uh, recently I've been on a Fortnite kick. Sean and I both have. Um, but I mean, all, you know, call of duty. I like, I like mixing in an RPG here and there just to kind of break up that routine. Uh, I'm playing Minecraft with my kids from time to time, and that's only if I can manage to pull them away from Roblox. They are extremely addicted. <laughs> that damn Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> that damn Roblox, man. I'm telling you. So, um, you know, they love that, and that's that's cool and all. But you know, that's that's going to feed into uh, some topics as well. I can guarantee that. We'll we'll definitely cover some, uh, you know, how to protect your kids uh, in 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 this uh, in this modern in this, age uh, technology, of technology, uh, oh yeah, this technology oh, era that we have, yeah, for sure. What a nightmare! That, uh, and, that'll be a whole podcast right there. You know, right there, you know I whole episode by itself. Controls. That's exactly Matt. That's why it's the perfect segue to slide right into your intro, bro. <laughs> hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Matt? I'm Matt. I could talk forever about the imperfect controls that we have for monitoring and regulating children on the internet. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. All right. I'm Matt. Um, I've been in tech for a long time. Knew I wanted to work uh, in tech, you know, even when I was in high school. Um, I, in fact, I ended up going to college, getting bachelor's of science and information technology. Um I've been in the MSP space for about nine, ten-ish years. Uh, worked for several MSPs, um, and primarily in the financial and um, healthcare sectors. So lots of focus on security. Um, you know, I started my way at the bottom. Got to somebody's got to reset those AD passwords and um, <laughs> fix the printers, man. And um, you know, worked my way up to being a, um, a networking engineer, uh, picked up some programming along the way. Uh, and then from there, I was able to work my way into um, working on vulnerability management, secure network design, uh, and then eventually into audit and compliance. And at this point, I've, re I've led successful audits for um, multiple companies. I've been involved in uh, security audits for, for several banks. Um, I'm currently employed by a large business as an information security analyst. So my day-to-day -day is uh, hunting down and seeking threats within the SOC and, um, you know, working on audit stuff and uh, reviewing current practices that we're working on and recommending improvements, so on and so forth, leading training programs. Um, 
So that's basically my career history, my resume. Uh, as to what I'm into, out of work, uh, I'm into hanging out with my family, and I'm pretty deep into video games. I think Jordy said uh, the other day that I may drop 15 to 25 hours a week. I, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I don't know if I can say it's inaccurate. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to analyze those numbers. Uh, <laughs> best not to. Head in sand, baby. Um, yep. So I'm into RPGs. Uh, I basically don't like a game unless it can take at least 20 to 30 hours. Um, I'm into your strategy games. Uh, Stellaris lives in a deep, warm place within my heart, even now. Uh, and I get down with the old Stelly, baby. Um, and I'm into point and click games when, you know, I'm just burnt out, whatever. I just need to do something. Uh, I'm into music. Uh, I really, really, really like music. I'm into punk, trip hop, house, rap, um, and then a bunch of alternative random stuff. Um, and you know really into tech stuff so you'll probably hear me talking about tech news um and how that may impact your lives and uh i guess that's about it from me nice little bio hey, uh, love it man yeah it's I not so bad it. no see Jordan, man it wasn't it wasn't that bad and look i just i want to i want to give everybody some context all right and man i'm not going to rag on you i promise and, all right but prior yeah, to today all right we, we had our we had our first smack. meeting. No way you're going to snitch on Jordy. No way. No, I'm not. I just no I have to provide context. I'm right, from Southern California, dropped, Jordy. You know? you know what happens? <laughs> look, so, so look, just really quick, and then we'll, we'll just hop right back into intros, okay? okay? But really quick. Uh, last week we had our, our first like of official meeting and we were trying to like organize a bunch of stuff and one of the things that we all wanted to be prepped for was like for this bit here, like everybody doing their intros. And um it, it was a very simple it was a very simple idea but i think all of us and to some extent we overthought it and of course it, it circles back to we're all passionate about this we all want to sound really good and we want this to be very you know professional um and like seriously and and so i think we did have that capacity to overthink right just a little tiny bit and um matt was matt was uh i mean we we're all there with him but matt was like hey i i was a little was concerned older. Yeah, how, 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 you want me to too. talk about myself for two to five minutes? Are you, how do, do I write a script? Or how do I, or what are we, what are we doing? Oh, man. Great, Matt. You you know, like, great. I wish I could just you show my great. first draft. It was so, it was so crazy. It you showed easily, it to me, no, no joke. It would have been a 10 minute. Like, it would have like been a resume. It this was. Looks like an it, was resume. it was my resume. It would have been a ten-minute speaking demonstration about why why I'm qualified to talk about cybersecurity and video games. Look, you want to know how it, many hours I have in Stellaris? It's not good. No, you don't want to know. It's triple it's digits. A, we'll leave it at the that. The good thing, the good thing, Matt, is that we got through it. All right, we and it, it's we're we're trudging along, you know. All right, Jordy. Um, so, yeah, right. Now you're gonna now you're gonna you talk about yourself. You next. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was just sucker. about to say, going last is a very that's a weight I don't want to carry. So I wasn't going to give you a choice, Sean. I was just going to go <laughs> mosey on in here. Um, so yeah, what? Uh, I'm hi everybody. I'm I'm uh, I don't know. Why I'm saying hi. We've been talking for like thirty minutes already. Um, I'm Jordan. Uh, I have been in the IT industry three or four years. I don't know that start date's going to vary depending on who you're asking. 
Um, and uh, just to be honest, and not as an insult to myself, but I definitely have the least amount of technical experience out of the four people here. All right, and I, again, not as an insult, not on a, I'm not ragging on my on myself, right? But I'll circle back to that here in a minute. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, uh, since I've, I've been a part of the industry, I've been working at a, um, small MSP. Uh, I started off as a service coordinator and, uh, slash, you know, dispatch. Um, and I am now filling the role of the service desk manager, um, in a weird, like non-technical way. Uh, again, not as a roast to myself or anything. Um, and I, I'm going to, these are all important. So I'll circle back to these in a minute, uh, in a minute, but yeah, my, my job, my day-to-day -day essentially is to, uh, make sure that the service desks day-to-day, -day, uh, is, is trudging along, uh, swimmingly, right? Uh, I handle the CSATs. I, you know, manage hey, the calendars hey, and, and hey, all Jeremy. that stuff. And yes, sir. What are, what, what do you got for a, me? What's the CSAT? Customer satisfaction. Thanks, Matt. Thanks mm -hmm. for, wow, no that's great. It's a, a customer satisfaction issues. Uh, mm -hmm. So I handle all those, the client facing stuff. Um, and it's a nice segue into what I think I bring to the table here. All right. Um, some of the time or a lot of the time when I am dealing with these clients, right? One of my jobs is to uh, dumb down whatever the problem is, whatever the technical side of things are uh, and deliver that to the client. Right. And it's not for every single user, you know, that that I speak to or every user that I deal with or, you know, that I hop on the phone with. But a lot of the time I got to do that. Right. Um, for one of two reasons. One, it is completely impractical <laughs> in my mind to have a 10 minute conversation about all of the things that are broken. And I really don't think I mean, myself as a user, I don't want to deal with that. Right. So oh. um, you got to shorten those things up and just a couple sentences. You got to use those nice key hot words, you know what I mean, that show you're intelligent, but not too intelligent, you know what I mean, not in a condescending way. Um, and really, uh, that's that's number one of what I think I bring to the table. So uh, I referenced earlier that I have the least amount of technical, you know, experience here, or, or just in this industry overall. But I think that is one of my strengths as far as being a part of, of digital ascent. Um, I think a lot of times, um, IT and, and tech just in general seems very daunting. Um, oh, and yeah. for, you know, I've told a lot of friends, you know, about this uh, podcast and stuff. And one of my, one of the things in the back of my mind is like, hey, how do we make these things approachable, right? How, how do we ensure that, you know, the potential listeners that we could bring in, or even if it's family members or coworkers or whatever, right? The, the, the skill level is going to vary between each and every single one of those individuals, right? So I think one of the things that I can help with as far as digital ascent is concerned is dumbing down <laughs> a lot of these topics and asking questions that maybe uh, help to clarify a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, right? Like, um, and so that's number one. And number two, uh, and I'm going to simultaneously kind of give you a little bit more background about myself at the same time. Um, I'm, I'm super into pop culture, right? Uh, and as far as digital ascent is concerned, um, I, I feel like video games, um, you know, uh, will, will probably be a lot of what I can bring to the table, but not just, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about, Hey, hopping on here and let's spend an episode, you know, uh, conversing about, you know, the, the, best new triple a game that came out or or whatever right I, what really drives me as a gamer is i have this knack i have this need to understand how the video games work the technology behind it you know what i mean i am just excited uh for uh, ces at the beginning of the year as i am for e3 and why because 
I'm probably going to get some insight into what's hitting the, you know, the video game industry um, in the very near future. You know what I mean? And so uh, to me, as far as the tech is concerned and as far as digital ascent is concerned, I, I, one, would love to talk about video games, but two, I would love to talk about the tech behind it. Um, For me, understanding how, you know, this very important art medium in my life works uh, it's it's introduced a new tier, a new level of passion for me. Um, and so what I would like to do is share a little bit of that passion uh, with, you know, again, uh, uh, our future community, our future listeners or whatever, and hopefully maybe um, enhance that experience for for a little bit of everybody. And at a minimum, we're just dropping knowledge bombs. You know what I mean? We're spreading the good the good uh, the good word of uh, of the gaming industry as a whole. And that's my spiel. That's who I am. Take it or leave it. That's it. What happens if I don't take it? Hey, look, I don't care what your favorite flavor of ice cream is. You either like it or you don't. You know what What can I do? We're just gonna we're gonna have a we're gonna have a functionality on the podcast where you can just mute Jordy's bar. That'll be the leave it option. Two two episodes. One everybody to sans Jordy, just a big blank space of nothing. It'll be an accessibility feature for all of those people who just can't stand me. All right. I I can't imagine there being a single person who feels that way. Oh, Matt, you're too kind, but I can't tell if you're patronizing me or not. not, No, I I legitimately feel that way. (laughs) No, I do. legitimately. That's very kind of you, Matt. That's very kind of you. Uh, Last but not least, Mr. Sean DePaul. Tell us about yourself, sir. Sean DePaul. All right. Well, howdy. I'm Sean. I don't know why I'm a cowboy, but uh, I've been in (laughs) IT for about seven years now. And I've started uh, at the very lowest rung being an intern at the uh, state um, and basically doing printers, AD password resets, replacing monitors the whole spiel so um after that i moved over to um let's see an msp and worked there for a few years and that was a little bit more elevated so more into configuring routers and switches um and i guess i should back up i I did graduate college (laughs) and got an associates thank you for clarifying yeah, yeah, kind of important, like internship where. Um, <laughs> but got a computer networking technology degree and uh, ended up with an associate's there. And uh, so fast forwarding, went to my first MSP gig, worked there for a, a long time, um, and then moved to my second gig, which is where I met everyone here and did a lot more even more elevated work, which is uh, working in the financial sector and doing some of those vulnerability remediations, uh, security for the banking industry, doing server upgrades, you know, managing backups, basically um, being a systems administrator for multiple different clients and making sure that they ran smoothly. And then I am now in a position, um, in a corporate position that is again systems systems administrator, but it's on a much larger scale. It's actually the largest scale I've ever worked in IT, and uh, we have hundreds of facilities across the entire United States, and so we we manage those and keep those running. Um, and it is 
definitely a different vibe but it's really good and uh you, hey so and you were flexing earlier weren't you before we started recording you said fortune 300 yeah That's they sure did he left that out he left that out this time <laughs> oh man that's pretty he didn't want to flex you pretty, are, you know that's pretty tight man <laughs> no uh Would it's you? true it, it, it is a fortune 300 um but very fortunate to be there Big very dog. happy um and honestly i can say that um most of the people here have helped me get to that point that tells you anything about the caliber of people we're working with not to you know which i think uh, what i do want to i do want to just add i don't know that we i think we've danced around it and i think sean i think sean might be the first one to have said it but to just clarify we have all worked with each other at one point or another right. uh so that that's how we all kind of interweaved and got to this point here i'm sorry sean i just wanted to no, just wanted to clarify that no that's a good clarification um, so yeah, uh, again, digital sent for me community. Um, I, I'm really big into video games. I lean more towards the RTS slower paced games. I like to be immersed, uh, a big music fan. Soundtracks are really important to me. I think that's a big, um, factor for me in a game as far as immersion goes. Um, if you can pull my heartstrings with the music, you're going to sink me into the game. <laughs> Um, so music's going to be a big thing for me here. Um, and then, you know, I do FPS as well. You know, like Brent mentioned, we play a lot of Fortnite. I'm on a Fortnite, or Fortnite kick right now. Um, you know, MMOs, everything you can really imagine. Basically, if I can get a group of people and play with them, I'm set, right? That's a wrap right there. Yeah, that's yeah, a wrap. That's, so, that's truth. Yeah. Um, mostly because I grew up without internet. So <laughs> make it up for lost time. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, but outside of that, uh, chess, philosophy, uh, like I said, music, and um, big family guy. I love my family. I love spending time with my family. Um, I've actually got a spare controller that is not hooked to anything. and just let my son run around and play with it. And, um, <laughs> you know, my wife is a little bit less inclined. She rolls her eyes at me a, a few times, but... Uh, John gave him that controller, so that way, when his uh, when his uh, you know when his youngin gets a little older, he don't gotta he don't gotta play that game. But let me play, Daddy. Now you got your controller. We are playing. We're playing together already. Exactly right. Just setting him up. Sean, Sean what, trained him hey, young. I'll tell you what that 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 does not work for as long as you want it to. Don't they, tell me They that, they, they catch on well, so quick, that. man. They catch on so quick that their controller ain't plugged in. Hey. When I move this stick, absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's There's moving no on the screen. But, yeah. but not the way I'm moving the stick. Look, I'm going to tell you all right now, my, there are going to be strict guidelines in my house. You can have your own consoles off to the side when you're old enough, because I got enough of them in the house already. Ain't no problem. My Xbox, my PC, you don't touch it. All right, I'm going to treat it like. Look, look, I'm going to. It's going to be treated like John C. Riley's character. All right, in Step Brothers with the drum set. Do not touch my stuff, youngins. Okay, you go touch your stuff. (laughs) I'll play with you on your stuff, but don't touch my stuff. That ain't true. Look, I grew up with four other siblings. Okay, I'm the oldest. All they did was break my stuff. Okay, yeah, but... I learned. I know that I know it's different because they're not my kids and they're siblings. All I'm yeah. saying <laughs> is I know if you give you give a tiny human an opportunity to fail and they're going to take it every time. All right. So not, not intentionally. 
Uh, we just, we're, side, we're sidetracking. We're sidetracking. Yeah, okay, side so we're tangenting here. Sean, apologize. I apologize. No, All fine. right, we interrupted so, you. Yeah, no, that's that's it. Um, that's a lot of what I have to bring to the table. I I would say jack of all trades, kind of done a little bit of everything. So, um, but yeah, my and I, th I think we all yeah, have. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> so I think everyone here has done a little bit of of everything. I do listen, guys. I want to be selfish for like thirty seconds here, and I want to retcon something I said earlier uh, before Sean uh, gave his intro, and I just feel like I was real condescending when I told when I said something along the lines of like, hey, I'm going to dumb everything down for everybody. I just, I want to, I wanted to clarify that I am also a dummy, which is why I think that I can do a, a, a good job of dummifying everything that these fine, intellectual, intelligent men are going to talk about uh, throughout the course so, of the So you're podcast. bringing it down to your I'm level. I'm bringing it down that's to my saying. level. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm, Brent, I mean, you just, uh, you took my whole no, intro man. and you said it in one <laughs> sentence. So, I mean, that was... It was literally. That's what I was trying Roast to say. Okay, that's it's yeah. <laughs> it, it it was it was phrased a little harshly, but the truth of it is is that we're going to be talking about things to some degree that maybe not everybody thinks about every day, right? I mean, yes, exactly. when I when I, I mean I, I made a mistake earlier. I said MFA. I probably should have said multi-factor authentication. It means when you have, uh, you know, you know, you know your username, you know your password, you know, you assume everyone knows your username, so you know your password, and. Uh, you know, then you have something else, you, you know, uh, some type of key fob or, you know, a phone, someone could text you or uh, maybe another email that you can access and then get a code, something like that. Right. But, um, you know, we're going to be talking about things and maybe there will be terminology and uh, we just need to make sure to explain that and make it accessible to everybody. It's not necessarily dumbing it down um, at all. In my in my mind, it's just making. You're it I think you're. I think you're right. You know what I mean. And I. I just. Uh, I had to clarify because so I, I. I agree with you that I felt like I was a little harsh, and that's all I could think about while Sean was talking. <laughs> it's all I could think about. Would, like, would, oh my god, I sounded like a now. jerk. The guilt. I did. I, I guilt, fixed it. Jordy. And and we're good. Um. Yeah. And I'm, okay. So with that. I, I know that, uh, you know, prior to, I mean, guys, I feel like this has been great. Uh, and I, I know that we had toyed with the idea of rolling into another topic, but I feel like this is, this is a pretty solid first episode. I, I feel like this is a, I mean, unless every, and any, I don't want to say unless anybody disagrees, but uh, do you guys want to roll into another topic? Do you guys want to, I mean, do you guys want to just, you know, call it right here and like, what, what are we thinking? I put a bunch of work into it. I want to talk about freaking Log4J. Yeah, right. I mean, so, we, so we've, we've talked a lot about ourselves, our interests and stuff like that, and the purpose of Digital Ascent. And I, I, think, I think the general consensus was with this intro episode, we did want to kind of give everybody a, a little taste of some subject yeah, matter anyway. Yeah, and I, definitely. And I, I think, no, I think I we think all agreed good. on what cybersecurity and gaming. Yeah. Is, is that what we wanted to kind yeah. of the, the touch on just a yeah. little bit today? It, it certainly I, won't be. Yeah. It won't. It won't be a full-fledged deep dive necessarily, but it's just going to kind of be some viewpoints and just just hashing out a little bit of what we've we've seen in recent years and recent memory. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. So with that, uh, cybersecurity and gaming. Uh. I mean, let's talk about it. And I. I want to approach. I want to drop the topic on on the on the table here. All right. As you know, I, I'm the questionee, right? I, I'm the consumer. Why? What is cybersecurity and gaming? That's a that's a that's a very um, what's the word? That's a scary group of words there. <laughs> it's a scary like what does that mean? Should I 
am I doing so something I think, wrong? Is there something more that I should be doing? Why should I care about security and gaming? Right. And I think a good place to start would be to define cybersecurity. Because well, that, that also means a lot of different things. And it and may Matt, require a definition. Uh, wait, that do we is, have somebody, wait, do we have somebody here who might know something about that by chance? I don't know. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, un, I'm unclear. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt, in a nutshell. We, we may have to call yeah, somebody. Right, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me get my phone a friend. All right. No, I'll talk about cybersecurity. Uh, yeah, what in, is a, in cyber a nutshell. Security? Yes. Yeah, what is, yeah, nobody told me to be answering this question. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, what is cybersecurity in a nutshell? Um, Man, when I think about cybersecurity, I think about uh, um, the CIA triad. It's confidentiality, integrity, and availability. And I think about keeping my stuff secure. That's confidentiality. I think about okay. ensuring that um, I know that it, that it isn't changing and that, it, that it's immutable okay. or that if it is changing, it's changing in controlled ways. And that's the integrity, that I know the data I'm looking at is good data. And then I think about availability. And... That means making sure that my games are that. And sorry, that make that means making sure that my files, games, whatever it is, are available, accessible, and are meeting those other things. So it's it means that it's private. It can't be changed without authorized without proper authorization, and I can access it when I need to access my data. So, so essentially, I, essentially, this ahead, is saying yeah. like, uh, you know, if 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 I've got a document and oh. I open this up on the on the computer, as far as Mm -hmm. security is concerned if i want this to be a secure document i need to make sure that it is only accessible to me right like we're, we're yep. talking about just kind of locking these things down maybe yep. adding permissions to the document maybe password. you know Most not yeah password, password protected yeah okay so stuff like that just as a general example mm -hmm. those are the kinds of things we're talking about when we're when we're talking about cybersecurity yep. as yeah. uh, broadly right mm -hmm. okay. yeah yeah and that's like that's like the biggest uh, that's, that's like the biggest view of it. And so when I talk about cybersecurity and gaming, what I think about, I think about, um, a couple, a couple different levels. One is, uh, ensuring that my credentials are secure. So that means, can I access and for me, it means, can I access my, um, you know, game platform of choice where I, where I purchase my storefront of choice? Can I, can I access it? Am I sure that nobody else can access it for me? It means yes. I have multi-factor authentication. Multi-factor authentication is easy. I recommend you set it up on everything. Um, and that means that when somebody logs in with my username and my password, then my phone is all, like, somebody need to have my, needs to have my phone also, right? And they need to have my phone's password. Because you right. know my phone, you know my phone's got a password. Now we're we're talking about layering, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's essentially yeah. what MFA is giving us. Yeah. We're, we're layering the the we're we're doubling essentially the amounts of passwords mm -hmm. that you have to have and, at one time in yep. order to access. And something. it's not and it's not just passwords because it's not just something you know. You have to make somebody have like an item, something like some physical item. Somebody has to have broken into my home and stolen my phone. I need to have left it on the subway unlocked, something like that. Right. Well, and there's there's also multiple types of MFA. Mm -hmm. So yep. you can have rolling codes where it changes yep. every 30 seconds. You can have it send uh, SMS to your phone as well. You get push um, notifications. You can get push notifications. You can get separate email if you want. Yep. We so love talking email. about just, we just Sorry, love yeah, talking I, about MFA so much. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got, so I got another, so I got the next spot. So the next spot about it is well, now that I know my stuff's secure, I need to make sure that uh, the applications and the code that I have on my computer is secure. So that means, uh, number one, no piracy. Absolutely not. No piracy. 
And the reason why you can't do piracy is because most of those things are repacked and, you know, you do not know. They have done something to the code and you have no proof that that one isn't going to phone something home, open a back door in there. So, okay. Uh, okay. Slow down for a second. So, yeah. Sorry. I feel like, I feel like you segued really fast. So, that's when you're my talking bad. about define piracy. Okay. That's fair. About? So, when I'm talking about piracy, I'm talking about, um, getting software from illegitimate sources so most of the time you want a game you gotta go steam you gotta go epic gotta go gog um or you can go and and i'm not talking about getting it from like the gray market g2a or you know cheap digital downloads or you know what whatever pick your gray market man uh because those all back end to eventually like uh you know what i'll call that 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 store page what i'm talking about is going to something i'm just gonna pick pirate bay everybody know pirate bay Right, go to Pirate Bay. <laughs> right, everybody know Pirate Bay, man. That's a crazy story. If you don't no, know Matt, the story, I of Pirate don't Bay, know Pirate Bay. Okay, yeah. Don't well, you dare. Nope. If you nope. know, hey, look. If you don't know the story of Pirate <laughs> Bay, man, those those are some crazy guys. They're they're something else. And whatever. That's not really here. <laughs> Anyways, the point is about when I go to Pirate Bay, I'm no longer getting something that I am sure is has integrity. I have no way to validate that those files are the way that they're supposed to be. In fact, I know for sure that they're not because they're not phoning home and checking. So, you know, we're talking about cybersecurity. Going to Pirate Bay violates, violates that I, integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, do not do that. And then this is where that love-hate relationship comes into play, too. We won't get too deep into this, but DRM or digital rights oh, yeah. management. That's another yeah. Story. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, the dark, that, that's the dark been side. kind of the bane of, of, right. I mean, you know, so because it's there for a good purpose, but in most iterations, I, I think, you know, we as gamers have seen uh, more issues with DRM than we have seen uh, it actually protecting us in any way. If, if anything, it's protecting their IP and not necessarily protecting us in any way. DRM is bad for availability in the way that it's done. That is, <laughs> that is true, correct. Because in, because it ties back into your, your phoning home. Is, <laughs> if your if it's constantly down. phoning home, well, uh, you're right. All right. Exactly. Just, just go to ahead, clear, sir, so IP is yeah. intellectual property. We're, Thank you. We, we got yeah. to make sure that those acronyms are getting defined. Was, yeah, okay. All right. So the next thing I want to talk about is ensuring that your legitimate software is secure so most developers honestly do their best to do a good job make sure they have secure software right some people a little lazier than others you know most people though doing doing their darndest you know man they're just trying to earn a paycheck and do the best that they can every day and um but, but when they push changes sometimes you don't always know everything that's going to happen you know if it, when you have, you know, a few thousand lines of code or hundreds of thousands of lines of code, it's hard to predict every edge case that's going to occur. And some of those edge cases may let you yeah. break loop, get out, and then have administrative access in some ways. So I'm, I, I want to talk about one of the biggest ones that affected hundreds of millions of devices, and that's, that's Log4J, and it ruined the beginning of my year. And um, so here's how Log4J works. Log4J relies... On Java, and I promise I'm going to tie this back to gaming. Uh, Log4j, okay. I, I will. I promise. I, I promise to tie it back to gaming. Log4j relies on Java, and that's the that's a really important thing. Java is a code base. Uh, is used for a lot of games, and that's going to matter. And it was uh, it was an exploit, or it is taking advantage of. <laughs> sorry, this is so ridiculous. It's taking advantage of the logging service of Java. Um, 
and that or a logging service that uh, that that you can implement in your Java program. But here's the thing: if you sent the message in the right way, it would start executing the code. So speaking of like, I, I, I man, speaking of breaking it down, think of it like this: think of a courtroom. I don't know how it is, of okay. course, in the rest of the world, but in America, you got a stenographer, <laughs> right? Hey, look, okay. I don't know. You got a stenographer. No, they, fair enough. You, got, fair you, enough. Got, you got a person who's sitting there taking notes of the entire thing. They're logging. That's what they do. Right. They're logging, right? But what if <laughs> – I'm sorry. That's so ridiculous. But what if – it's totally true. Um, but what if if you said it the right way, like if you said pretty, pretty, pretty please – with sugar and gumdrops on top, and then a cherry, do this terrible thing that was occurring in the courtroom <laughs> that that they're discussing in the courtroom. That the stenographer would get up from <laughs> from their seat and start executing whatever heinous thing they're saying. What that okay. means in the system side is that you may some you, Mister Hacker, may say something like, and you can do this over the web. You just go straight to the website and you say, "Will you please give me administrative access?" And while you're doing that, can you please give me administrative access to every other machine? And oh. also while you're doing that, will you, also pro will you also please rewrite the log so it looks like none of that happened? So nobody can come back and check that I have administrative access. Okay, man, I want to I I pause right here yeah. just to give you some praise, okay? Because yeah. I, obviously working at an MSP, log4j is not something that I have not heard of before. Yeah, okay. That, dude. <laughs> all right. So I, I remember when it kicked off, I was like, oh, oh shit. Now the, you know what I mean? Like we, I don't want to say it, it affected everybody, but there were definitely a group of people that were like, we need to get this Bro, figured out. Right. And weeks of I, my work. And look, so I just, I just want to throw this out there really quick. I had no idea what log4j was until just now. So thank you. <laughs> Like, like, I'm going to blame myself on that because I could have just looked it up. All right. But you gave us a very palatable, very easy understanding of what Log4j was and or is and why it is important and relevant right now. All right. Continue, Matt. I okay. So so uh, just so you know, um, you know, like, so we're talking about seriousness of this uh, CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure Oh, gosh, I can't remember what it is. Um, it covers the systems and access controls. Uh, man, okay. it's, it, it's about the SCADA systems, and, and okay. it, it's about checking. It's about keeping track of our infrastructure. Anyways, sorry, um, CISA released a bulletin and said that uh, the government the government needed to patch immediately for it. So um, I, have, I have sources backing all this up. We'll put them in the show notes. I'm sure that we have show notes. Um, then and I'm gonna have links to all this. I'm also gonna have a like a 20 or 30 minute deep dive uh, from a guy that I really like into what Log4j is. The guy seems like he's I, I don't know if he's a developer. I think he's a developer, but he has really like he does a great job of breaking it down. Um, lastly, I promised I promised I would circle back to gaming. How does this affect gaming? What, Let's do it. Give it to us. Yeah, Bring us home. Man. What 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 relies on Java, man? Minecraft. Minecraft relies on Java. Minecraft relies on Java and it relies on log for, and, it, and it relies on the Apache log logging service that was affected. So anyone who is so when this dropped, anybody who is running a Minecraft on their PC, you had Minecraft Surfer, one hundred percent. If you could send public commands to that server, you could type into the chat box, "Hi, please give me administrative rights," and the logger would be like, "Okay, here's your admin rights. Whatever okay, so rights I the system logger had." It is, is the rights that you could access. 
Okay, so what I want to do here is, and it, because this is, it's blowing my mind a little bit, and I'm, sorry. I, yeah, I swear, I I'm, I'm so, I'm sorry. No, no, I, so what you are saying is, is if somebody was logged into the, the Java version of Minecraft on their uh -huh. PC, and oh, by the way, like Xbox just launched a Java version of Minecraft, they're trying to, like, um, they're, they're trying to uh, blend the two the two mm -hmm. versions, I'm not sure if you guys were aware, but they have a Java version mm -hmm. and a Bedrock version. And Bedrock came out after Xbox had acquired um, Mojang. And so we have these two different versions now, right? And normally you're gonna get the Bedrock version um, just right out of the gate if you're on a Windows machine. Uh, if you've got Windows loaded up and you go to buy Minecraft in the store, you're getting Bedrock. Uh, right now you'd have to go out of your way to go buy Java, mm -hmm. but there are millions of players who have the java edition yep. still downloaded which is why it is still supported okay yep. now where this is relevant to this and why it's blowing my mind a little bit is this to my knowledge like right now hopefully i'm not misunderstanding this but with the java version you have the pcs affected every single computer that has the java version would be affected by this and now because they're trying to merge the java edition into the console space i'm assuming that if you had the the same ability and if somebody's logged in whether you're on an xbox or a pc right if somebody can can send commands to that server or can access that chat box or yeah. however you said it right uh -huh. like now their yeah. entire machine is compromised so i do want, i want to clarify at least two things um okay the first is that it's patched and I'm gonna start. Okay. I promise I'm gonna talk thank about God. that. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, no, we're gonna circle back to the patching situation. I've got more to talk about there. Um, but but yes, if I would say anywhere where that Apache service was in use. Now, um, I am not intimately familiar with Minecraft, so uh, I'm gonna say sure, absolutely sure. anybody who had logging turned on on servers. And I'm gonna go a step further and say that. Probably logging on the workstations also because that's how you log. It was it was open software, man. It was it was it's um it's open source software. That's was that's part of the reason why it affected so many devices because it's right. free logging software. It's great. It's been in, in it's been out there and, for years. Have, have have we mentioned the? I don't think we've heard any numbers. I think Oracle not too long ago kind of plugged. Hey, and Oracle by the way is. The, the original developer of Java, there's many iterations of it now, but I, I believe at one point they said it's on over 13 billion devices. I didn't get the actual number. It's I look for everywhere. it. everywhere. Yeah. Like, so, and, and that's just to kind of put it into yeah. perspective. We're talking about a very small footprint with Minecraft and, and, and gaming mm -hmm. in general, really. It's probably, it's probably the, the minority statistic yeah. oh, when it comes yeah, to this. Man. Um, so, oh. yeah, so this is just everywhere, just to oh. give everybody context yeah. here. But go and ahead, the thing Matt. that makes it so terrible is that it's always buried under something else, right? Like, I can't, like, you can't go to your systems and say, show me the Apache, like, logging service that is vulnerable. You've got to go to your software vendor and you got to go, hey, man, do you use the Apache logging service? Oh, yes, I do. Hey, are you aware of Log4J? What's Log4J? Oh, my gosh. All right, here we go please tell me that you're patched oh I, I do know what long for js and maybe we have a patch and man the first i feel is like the first patch of log for j didn't even fix the problem the second patch for log for j like i feel like fixed it in most cases but not all and then i they, they i do believe they finally got it patched um it's Man, it's like one of the many cybersecurity nightmares that have occurred in the past two or three years. There's been some really terrible ones. Uh, but this one, 
is like numero uno right where right behind Solari Gate. So and and, and largely driven by by that stat mm-hmm. though. It, it's, it's just so, it's, it's everywhere. It's, everywhere. It's, it's, it's used for so much. I, I spent I have spent a lot of time tracking and rooting out, basically. So uh, let me let let me ask this really quick. Is sure. and I, I know we just talked about you know the patching and stuff like that. So and I I know and Brent, I'm glad that you said something about it. We're using you know for the the for the interest of the topic, right, and the theme of mm-hmm. you know this whatever this portion we're we're using. We've used Minecraft as the the example here, but obviously, Fantastic. just like you said, Brent, it is probably the minority, right? And so yes. just overall is. This is not, is this something that me as a, you know, at at the different levels, right? If you just want to throw it out as like, hey, the client side, the user side, and then like the enterprise level. Oh, man. Is this something that I should be worried about as a, just a consumer, you know, browsing around, playing the games that I do on my PC? Or has this been resolved on, you know, the consumer side? You should be concerned that your router is affected by Log4J. I don't, I don't like that answer. That's not the answer I was expecting. I don't like that at all. You, Any, anything you know, legacy like in your environment. It's yep. so bad, man. It affects everything. It, it feels like it touches so much. It's top to bottom. Man, it's top to bottom that, because you can, yeah, you can go, it, I mean, you know, you think about legacy websites. You think they all about use Java, plugins, man. About, dude, Cisco um, used Java oh God, for, man, yeah, dude, rare. Cisco had that terrible Java interface for their mm-hmm. for their switches. That thing, I don't know if it used the Apache log well, for J, but so if it how, did, guess what? <laughs> what? How do I how do I prevent this? I don't want, okay, I don't want to be gotta, a victim to Log4J. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm sorry I'm laughing. Log4J is so terrible. <laughs> See, I either start laughing or I start crying because uh, it's so terrible. Um, so what do you do for all right real talk what do you do about it um man you patch you patch you patch you patch anytime that you install a piece of software and it's like do you want to auto enable updates you auto enable updates you do it every single time you got a piece of hardware you want to auto enable updates yep you sure do auto enable updates um i started out saying that um that these are good that these are good that the developers are good people and that they're trying hard and they're trying hard to patch this stuff too Everybody released patches as soon as they possibly could that I'm aware of, right? There's okay. a ton of it. Every everybody going through stuff saying yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. So, um, well, so the gist is to make sure yeah. that my to make sure that everything stays up to date. That is the yep. just keep it up uh, on, to date. That's the best way. Okay. To, yeah. So I mean, this was a huge thing. It caused a big kerfuffle in the in the cybersecurity world. Totally affected millions of things, billions of things. What you can do, stay up to date, man. Let your computer patch. When, when IT yeah, says, hey, do you, you know, want to patch the... my computer? Let your computer patch, please. Dude, and you know what? And maybe we use that as a just the general say-so, all right? Look, the digital ascent tip of the episode. Make sure your stuff is updated, all right? Applications, programs, your Xboxes, PlayStations, computers, everything needs to be updated. And if you're Things. sitting here and by chance you're yeah. listening to this right now and you're like, man, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't think I've ran an update since I've had X, Y, or Z machine. You need to go home. You need to sit down at your computer and you need to run an update. All yeah, right. What you, need what you need to do is come to our, you need to come to our discord and pop into our general or, or one of our channels and, a, and ask us about updates. That's what that, you need to do. You need well, to come to our Discord. Discord right yeah, there. you need to come to our <laughs> Discord. What a great right show! There. Website. Fantastic. If you want help, we we are here to help you guys. Like yeah, that's, absolutely. That's what oh, we're doing here. Boy. Like we're we're here because because we want to hang out, and we're here because we want to spread good stuff about IT and about tech and stuff like that. So let's let's do a summary because the topic yep. was cybersecurity and gaming. 
right? So we're talking about MFA on any mm-hmm. accounts that will allow you to, which most do now. I would, I would yes. be very Not shocked. Everywhere. Not, everywhere. MFA Not everywhere. Turn it on. Yeah, turn, turn it, it on. on. It's, Not it's, that bad. Just go into your profile, set it up. It takes like maybe five, 10 minutes, but those security notifications, because you got to think about it, those games, a lot of times, have your credit card information, have your personal information do. in there. And so it's it's a simple step to just get you a little bit more secure, right? Yep. So get your PayPal. Yep. MFA. Make sure um, that that's set up. And then patching, making sure that everything you have is up to date. I know mm-hmm. it needs data. I know that it takes up oh, space in your stuff. high drive. You know, jeez, <laughs> this is um, right, man. Update he's, yourself. He's right. He's right. He's right. You know, it's a good, good billboard. Um, making it's it's a pain, but there is purpose behind it. Outside of the just general functionality of the game, right? Like the feature updates. It's also security updates are tied in there as well. Yeah. You know, most people don't read the the notes, right? That come out for the games. They're like, eh, uh, I, I promise you, they're in there. Dude, as a as a modern like as a modern gamer, you know what I mean. Like, it's not it's it's funny that you say that, but like uh, as a modern gamer and and understanding that things need to be updated, right? And growing up out of the you know the age where video games weren't always connected, you know, to the internet and seeing, you know what I mean. You you yeah. before automatic updates were a thing on in the console space, right? And uh, <laughs> turn your Xbox on and oh shoot, I've got an update, uh, you know, that I got to push through before I can start playing. And now think these these games, these consoles are being updated while we sleep. So like your we live thankfully, right? We live in the space where for not everything, but a lot of the stuff, this is being done already because yep. I mean, like it, it is important. And these big corporations also understand that they want you to continue giving them money and they can't do that. If everybody and their mother is compromised. Right. So um, <laughs> these, no these updates cards. are <laughs> exactly like these, these may already be happening for a lot of our, you know, everyday systems. Right. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's for the, the for better or for, yeah. worse. for better or for yeah. worse. Yep. That is, a, hey, that is correct. And not, we don't even have to talk about fantastic. how Dude, updates are great. Mistake. Right, like yeah, I can tell you, some, I can. Mm, oh, yeah, we don't even do we don't even have to anyways. we don't have to get into it. Update, update your stuff. Make sure you got MFA turned on, yeah, uh, and that's that's episode number one right there, that's ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in. Number one, <laughs> that's number one right there. Thank you for listening to the Digital Ascent podcast. Make sure to check us out on Twitter, Discord, and at our website at digitalascent.tech.